This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. These four practices are like a circle of life, if you will. Pray and read the Word, plug in with other believers, talk about Jesus. Each one strengthens the other. Each one strengthens the other. Each one is a matter of obedience, but that obedience will lead to joy. The thing is, if you wait till you feel like it, that prowling lion, our adversary, he'll make sure you never feel like it. Prayer, reading the Bible, spending time with other believers, and talking about God and His Word are all things we are asked to do as Christians. On the surface, these practices seem burdensome. But as Pastor Robert reminds us today, they can be abundantly life-giving if we simply give them a try. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I didn't want to be there. You had no choice. It was like, you will come and you will have fun. You know, it was one of those kind of deals. But it taught me something. It taught me that I needed the fellowship. That even though left to myself, I would isolate, live alone. That's not what's best for me. And more importantly, this is the thing that I, I really had to come to grips with. More importantly, I shouldn't be making it all about me. Whoever said the most important thing in the world was what I want, or what I'm most comfortable with, or what I most enjoy. That's not in the Bible. What's actually in the Bible is that I need to, I need to die to that. Consider one another, he says, and don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. He didn't say, you know, you got to realize you really, you really need this more than you think. What God says is you got to realize that they need you more than you understand. That connectedness, it's part of the design. And it provides accountability for us as well. You know, the positive peer pressure, you know what I mean? It's a healthy thing. And without this, without this real interconnectedness, you know, and the connection to the body of Christ, something inside us begins to die. Let me tell you a story. There was this guy who went to his pastor complaining that, you know, he just, he was just cold spiritually, kind of dried up and, and grown cold spiritually. And, you know, he prayed, he studied his Bible, 
but he lost his excitement about his walk with the Lord. It, it was wintertime, and the pastor had a fire burning in his fireplace, and he didn't say anything. He just sat there and kind of nodded as he listened. And then he got up, and he walked over to the fireplace, and he took the, the tongs, and he reached in, and he pulled a, a little piece of coal that was red hot. He pulled it out of the fire, kind of pulled it out onto the hearth. And he just sat there looking at it. And the other guy was a little baffled. He's watching the pastor. He's, you know, looking. It's like, what's, why is he so fascinated with that piece of coal? And after a few minutes, that, that one piece of coal that was off by itself went from being red hot to just kind of that grayish black that wasn't hot anymore. And the pastor got up without saying a word, and he picked up that piece of coal, and he put it back over with the others in the fire, and he sat there watching it, and in just a few seconds, it was red again, hot, burning. And he looked at the man, and he said, do you understand? And the guy said, yeah, I get it. By myself, I'm going to grow cold, but if I'm in the fire with the others, I'll be on fire with the others. And that's the way it works. That's the way God designed us. That's the way he made us to be. Alone you grow cold. So get close to others who are on fire for Jesus and your fire will quickly return. The fourth way that we can avoid complacency in our faith is by sharing it with other people. That one's intimidating for a lot of Christians. Psalms 9.1 says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. You know, praising God has come to mean singing songs about God. But it also means talking to people about how good he's been to you. You know, telling people about what he's doing in your life. What got my attention as a young man, I was a teenager actually, when my Aunt Linda became a Christian. Now, we'd all grown up going to church. We were Southern Baptists. You went to church every week. We were very involved. My, my mom and dad... You know, I, I saw a genuine Christianity. They, they did their best to live what they said they believed. My dad taught Sunday school, and at one point, I mean, he was very, very involved in the leadership of that little church. He, he led the youth ministry for a while. But I didn't come to know Jesus until I was in my mid-20s. One of the key factors for me in actually coming coming to know the Lord, you know, moving from that place of believing he existed and knowing about Jesus to actually knowing Jesus and having a relationship with him, talking with him and, and being taught by him and changed by him. One of the, one of the things that, that he used in a big way in that whole process was when my Aunt Linda became a Christian because I noticed all of a sudden there was something completely different about her. And all she wanted to talk about when the family got together, was what Jesus was doing in her life, what she was learning and what she was, you know, finding out and, and the, the different, you know, the, the exciting things that were happening in her relationship with God. It consumed her and it oozed out of her. If you poked her, what came out was Jesus, you know, something about Jesus. Let me show you a short video clip from Pastor Francis Chan. 
When I was a kid, we used to play this game called Simon Says. Right? Most of us have played that, unless you're really young, because there's no app for it. it, it Simon Says is, uh, you know, you just, Simon Says, pat your head, you know, so, okay, you know, Simon said it. Um, it's just, it was a very simple game, but it's so weird how in the church, Jesus Says is a totally different game. If Jesus says something, you don't have to do it, you just have to memorize it. You, 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 you study it, you memorize You guys, it, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of the things we do, when he tells us to go out and make disciples, and how many people in the, our churches are actually making disciples? They memorized it. You know, I tell my daughter, hey, hey Rach, go clean your room. She doesn't come back to me two hours later and go, I memorized what you said. <laughs> you said, Rach, go clean your room. I can say it in Greek. My friends are going to come over and we're going to have a study on what it would look like if I cleaned my room. <laughs> she knows better than that. And so why do we think we're going to come before the judge one day and quote everything that he said and talk about how much we know? It's just, it's just this black and white stuff. If I just started with scripture, I'd go, here's what I would do. I would start making disciples. Folks, these four practices are like a circle of life, if you will. Pray and read the Word, plug in with other believers, talk about Jesus. Each one strengthens the other. Each one strengthens the other. Each one is a matter of obedience, but that obedience will lead to joy. The thing is, if you wait till you feel like it, that prowling lion, our adversary, he'll make sure you never feel like it. I didn't feel like coming in here today, to be quite honest. I didn't sleep half the night, had a headache, belly ache, woke up this morning, you know, I'm nauseous, I'm, you know, and I'm like, Ugh. no, we need to do it. We need to do it. You know, many of us have, have made New Year's resolutions about much more temporary things. I found a photo that, well, to me, it kind of says it all. Quit making excuses, putting it off, complaining about it, dreaming about it, whining about it, crying about it, believing you can't, worrying if you can, waiting until you're older, skinnier, richer, braver, or all around better. Suck it up, hold on tight, say a prayer, make a plan, just do it. I like that. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor. And we want to let you know that you can help partner with us to help see Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another Main Thing Radio.